Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about the transition to school from pre-K to kindergarten. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about the transition from pre-K into the big boy or the big girl school, and that being elementary or kindergarten. What a major transition for parents, uh, a sense of independence for kids. Uh, and, and this is literally coming right off the top of my head as I'm pondering right now um, a, a talk that I'm going to have at my son's school because this is a big decision for parents. And as I am on the PTA board and I'm thinking about the message I want to send to get uh, more parents involved, I think back to when we were making this decision for ourselves, uh, and and we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different uh, decisions to make, and some of us have more, you know, options than others. And my wife and I, you know, I struggled. Both of us were, well, I was public school, a hundred percent. My wife had gone to private school for, I think, the first four years of her elementary education and then went to public school. And she said she saw a huge difference in uh, the, you know, how they taught. And they taught differently. And uh, she was taught um, very small classrooms and a lot of specialized attention in those early years and then she went to public school and there wasn't as much of that specialization and she thinks that was a really great foundation for her right she got the extra attention she needed to flourish going forward but she doesn't know how well she would have done had she not had that special attention and she wanted that for our kids so i remember looking into private schools in the area and us being fairly new to the area and I will put it this way. This is my experience. Uh, there was just a lot of what perceived politics of, oh, they went to preschool here and, you know, they've already spent money here. So um, the preschool we went to only went through second grade. So we didn't want to transition him. Um, you know, we don't want him to go to all the way through second grade and then transition him into a, another school and then only be three years there and then three years in middle school. We didn't want multiple transitions. So we knew we were going to make the transition from pre-K to kindergarten. And a lot of politics and not a lot of butt kissing. We're not really good at that. Uh, we got waitlisted at three schools. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm going to spend a pretty penny, a good portion of my income to send my son to school, your kids to school, and someone says, your money's not good enough, uh, we're going to put you on a wait list, 
And uh, if some other people drop out, we're going to give you a call. I thought to myself, and this is just me. These are my thoughts. I don't know jack about parenting, and I don't know jack about private schools as I never went to one. But it felt as though we were a paycheck. And if I felt as though we were a paycheck, I didn't know how those schools would treat my kid. Like they didn't call us and say, hey, this is the scenario. Like you're waitlisted. Got a letter. Hey, you've been waitlisted. Like if, if we don't get enough money over here, we're going to call you and we'll take your money. That's how good, that's what it felt like to me. Not saying that's how it was. It's just how it felt like to me. So we looked into the local elementary school. We went and visited. My wife immediately fell in love. The reason being, it's a representative of what our world is today. There are multiple nationalities represented. There are uh, multiple socioeconomic statuses represented. We have kids uh, in our school who uh, unfortunately live in homeless shelters. We also have kids who live in multi-million dollar homes. Um, so the diversity at this school is fairly impressive, but I think that's representative of the world we live in. It's pretty diverse. Not only that, um, the parental involvement at this school was huge. And there's a foundation that does very well and raises funds for anything the county falls short of. The PTA picks up some of the stuff that the foundation is not allowed to purchase, the PTA is allowed to purchase. And because of the parental involvement, um, that has been a huge success, not only uh, with amazing events and involvement and uh, memories created for the students, but financially it has been sound for a number of years, um, which, which enables the PTA to give back at a high level. So my wife and I had a discussion about this and we said if we go this route of public school and we're saving a substantial amount of money, uh, what we're going to do is make sure that we give back, uh, not only in the form of money, but in our time. The more involved we are, the more we can ensure that um, this is the right place because we have some level of control. Um, by our involvement in the school. So we are involved. I am on the PTA board of VP this year, next year. It looks like I'm going to be co-president. But that's what we agreed to do was be involved. And some parents out there will say, well, I can't do that. And you're right. You can't do that. I encourage you to show up at the capacity that you can. Um, and you may think, you know, as we're creating the new board right now, the big commitment is what's the time commitment? What's the time commitment? I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Well, the time commitment is the rewards of your time commitment, whatever you commit to, comes back tenfold because your child goes to that school. And I don't know about you guys, but I like to entrust my care of my child in my hands. Uh, this is not a daycare. This is a school. These teachers aren't there to 
discipline our kids. They're there to teach our kids. And the more involved we are as parents, the more the kids know they can't get away with stuff at school. So the transition is a difficult choice, number one, if you have multiple choices. I know we're, we're in between two districts, and, and we had an option to go to one school or the other, plus the addition of the um, private school opportunities, and we just fell in love with our school. But we knew it would only stay that way if we had huge involvement. So now let's talk about the transition once you transition. Get to know the teachers. Get to know the other parents. Get to know that there's a support system. You know, I just went through a series of podcasts around death and the support that the community and the family is getting. And that the same thing needs to happen in the school system. Um, something happened on a bus one day and uh, with my son and he told me the kid who did something to him. I think they were just joshing around. It got a little out of hand. And I said, okay, I'll call his mom. She's on the PTA board with me. When I saw her a couple days later, I said, hey, I just want you to know this is what happened. And she goes, oh, he's going to get it. I said, this is why we're involved. We know what's going on. We can connect with each other. I'm not blaming you. Kids are being kids. She's like, he's going to get it. I said, I don't think he deserves it. I think they're friends. And I think it got a little bit out of hand from my son's perspective. And he may have just been playing. So I just want you to be aware. She's like, he's still going to get talked to. I said, I know. So get involved with the other parents. Find out what's going on with your PTA. Find out um, what the teachers are like. Attend those nights. And I, listen, I come from a single mom. I, look, I don't know jack about parenting. I come from a single mother who didn't attend any of that for me as I was the baby of many. She had probably been to her PTA meetings. She had been to all this stuff. But I will tell you firsthand, mom, if you're listening to this, don't take it personal. I know you were busy. I know you had mouths to feed. And I know um, two hours at a PTA meeting and a bunch of parents and teachers getting together was not your thing. You had more important things to do. But I felt alone at school. I felt like I went through it on my own. And I don't want my kids to feel that way. I'm at the school quite often for various things, and uh, there's not a time that my son doesn't smile when he sees me in the hallways. Like, that's my dad. And all the other kids that see me all the time will high-five me. So what I'm, what I'm saying to you in this transition to make it easier, get involved in the school. And if there's not involvement the way you think there should be, be the catalyst for change. Be the change that you want in the school. It will be a lot of hard work. These first few years of my son being in school has been a lot of hard work. But if we've created change, my wife and I, with a team of other parents for the better and an energy around the school like, wow, this is a great place to be. So I, en I encourage you in this transition. There's going to be things you could Google and they're going to say, you know, make sure you visit the school. You know, they're going to talk about that time you walked them up to the door and let them go uh, the first time on their own. They're going to talk about how you're going to weep and cry because you don't know what to do with your time uh, in regards to that child. If you have multiple children, you'll be probably tending to the other one. Uh, there will be an emotions of, man, can he do it or she do it on her own? Can she get to the classroom on her own? You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I remember 
going through the carpool line. First day, mom dropped him off and brought him to the classroom, introduced him to the classroom. Day two, I dropped him off and I, I walked in with him from where he would be dropped off. Mom walked from the other end. We mapped out. Listen, you're going to walk through this door by the cafeteria. You're going to walk straight ahead. See the big trophy case? You're going to walk past the trophy case. Landmarks, right? Here's the office. It's right here on the right. Once you get to the office, we're going to turn down this hallway, right? You get to the office, you know you turn down the hallway. And then you turn down your first hallway to the left. I'm walking this down memory lane like it was yesterday. I walk him to his classroom. I introduce myself to the teachers. He goes on his way. The next day, dropping him off. And I said, hey, we're going to have to drop you off and you're going to have to walk in on your own at some point, right? So let's mentally do that walk. Where am I dropping you off? He goes, I'm going to drop off at the cafeteria, Dad. Where are you going to go? I'm going to go straight. What are you going to see first? I'm going to see the trophy case. What are you going to do when you see the trophy case? I'm going to keep walking until I see the office. What are you going to do at the office? I'm going to hang a right, Dad. Then where are you going to go? Then I'm going to hang my first left, Dad. And I said, that's awesome. And then where's your classroom? Straight ahead. So we pull up, and I didn't give an, an opportunity. I said, Dad's not walking you in today. You got this. I trust you. You'll be fine. He's like, really? Right now? I said, really? Right now? You're a big boy in a big boy school, and you're going to do awesome today. But what did Dad do? I let him out. I prayed to God. I watched my little guy confidently walk into the school because I told him I was confident of him. I pulled around the other side of the school, parked really quick, ran in and made sure he got to the classroom. I peeked my head in and I gave him the thumbs up. He saw me. I said, you made it. I told you you could. And he smiled. I said, daddy's proud of you. Now go learn something today. We got to let them grow, but we got to teach them that they're capable. Mom walked him in. I walked him in. We did a mental run. I told him we'd do it at some point. And in a spur of the moment where he didn't have time to think about it, he overcame his fear, right? He's like, right now? Really? Really? What do I do? I was like, just get out. Go. You know what to do. Daddy trusts you. He wouldn't do this if he didn't trust you. And he went out and I went in there and I gave him the thumbs up. I'm proud of you. I knew you could do it. And he knows what he could do and what he can't do. So moms, dads, I don't know if that touched you. I mean, I got emotional just thinking about it. Just know you could Google a lot of stuff, but the important thing for you is empower your kids. I'll share this other quick story. For weeks, we told them how exciting it was gonna be to be in a new school. A lot of parents are fearful, like they, they, they instill their own fear into their children. Hey, you know, it's, it's going to be a new school, a new environment. Are you okay with this? No, don't say that to them. Are they going to be okay with this? Why wouldn't they be okay? But if you say, hey, you're a big boy, you're going to a big boy school. You went to a school with 300 students. Now you're going to school with 1,000. And only big boys get to go to the big boy school. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What are they going to have? They have a gymnasium. They have a gymnasium? What's a gymnasium? That's a place where you guys could play with a bunch of other kids inside. They have multiple parks. You're going to have new teachers, and they're going to be excited to teach you. Don't you like meeting new people? 
yeah, I can't wait to meet new people. And this enthusiasm of how exciting it was going to be to go to the new school carried over day one. He had no fear. He wasn't running to mom day one. He wasn't running back to dad day two. And when I told him he could do it and he was comfortable after two days of being there, guess what? He spread his wings and he flew. And that's our job as parents to encourage them, to give them confidence to go out into this world and be amazing. And that kindergarten step is one of those major milestones in any parent's life. But it's just practice for what happens 13 years later when we push them out in the college or the real world. So encourage them and let them know they can do it now and do the same thing 13 years later. I don't know jack about parenting. But that sounds pretty amazing. To have your kids spread their wings and fly. That's your whole purpose as parents is to allow them to confidently spread their wings and fly. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.